0: Yeah, 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 what it do, what's happening, what's going down people, people, it's your homie, homie CL and we back live on the Rundown South, gotta know that, and I'd like to thank y'all for joining me, however you're joining me, hopefully you came through from the rundown.com, that's d a Rundown.com. gotta know it, and if you like this podcast, you can get this every time it come out, go on over there to iTunes. Going over there to SoundCloud Going to Stitcher Radio And now up in the Google Play We all up in here man If you got any questions hit me CL At TheRundown.com Or ask CL the main event on Twitter And uh, today Getting get this podcast out a little bit late So I got a lot of stuff As far as reaction from uh, Game 5 of the Finals uh, With the boy Easy's Life uh then we have a special guest we have uh some of you might know him as smooth Orator from negroes with a podcast uh you know one of my favorite personalities i like all those guys on there but uh dude has a certain delivery that i i really liked on the podcast so i told him to come on and uh he'd get some time to talk sports uh we talked some other things but uh you'll see i I had to do a few things so i could get this at least the sports part of the podcast out of the way first uh so i'm not gonna hold it up we're gonna get right into it first up easy's life let's do it after game five uh got the homie easy's life aka slim what's happening bro Wow, what's really good, man. Cool, cool, man. Now, how you want to do this? Because we started this conversation about the Skip Bayless LeBron dynamic. Do you? I said dynamic, dynamic. Do you want to finish that off before we talk about Game Five? I mean, I, I guess we can go into Game Five first.
1: You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we just knock off Game Five, then you know what I'm saying. Right.
0: I guess that can lead up to it. Okay. All right. So, um, how fortunate do you feel? I didn't bet you any money last night. You said hot? I don't know, man. Because depending
1: on what we were betting on.
0: I mean, bro, if I would have bet you money that Cleveland was going to win by ten plus points, would
1: you have taken that bet? Uh, yeah. I think yeah. I would taken that bet last night. And I would have won. That and year. you would and, and you. And, and but you. You'd have been scared until like. Six minutes left in the fourth quarter even like oh, I think I'm on the money, and then you need <laughs> the team just go cold and be like, uh, well, look like I won. So what you, you wouldn't have had an easy ride, you know what I'm saying? You would have been nervous. I mean you're right about that.
0: So what? <laughs> I say you're right about that. Because the whole time, because I watched I watched the game with a group of friends, and I was telling one of the homies I said, Cleveland will probably still lose this game unless they actually get up by 20 points before like six minutes left in the fourth quarter. Because it was third quarter when I said it. And I was like, yeah, I know they up right now. But that doesn't actually mean anything. Now, you could be up 15 on the Warriors. And the Warriors have this thing where they just demoralize you and just take that lead away. And then in like two minutes, they're up by three. So I was totally aware that it wasn't a comfortable lead. But the thing is, I kind of knew what was going to happen because of no Draymond. You know, we talked about that yesterday. I wasn't worried about the defense. You know, but I didn't take into account the fact that Andrew Bogut was gonna go down. You know, that kind of changed things a little bit, also. Uh, but man, yeah, I, I I was good until the fourth, and then I was like, yeah, LeBron getting what he want, and looks like, you know, Steph Curry and them just cold tonight, and they can't get any easy offense, man. And that's just a result of no Draymond. He's a direct correlation to everything that happened last night.
1: I mean, like like I said earlier, man, I don't think it was as much Draymond as the Cavaliers will to not lose last night. Like, I don't think, like I said before, I don't think it don't matter who was on the court last night for Golden State, they was going to lose that game. Because LeBron was not going home last night. LeBron wasn't going home last night and LeBron got exactly what he needed from Kyrie. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like LeBron went out there and almost hit 40, and Kyrie was out there with like 17. No, Kyrie put his 30 on, and them them boys did work. Them boys did damage last night. Yes, that boy. Ooh, Kyrie was so goddamn hot. (laughs) So, so I I I understand what you're saying about Draymond, but the way the game went last night, even with Draymond on the on the court, they were not losing. Cleveland was not going to lose that game. And I and I picked Golden State to win, but after you know, like you said yesterday, it was a time for it, and this is going to be a LeBron James game, and that is exactly what it was. No assist in first half, like big big brother was on it.
0: Yeah, and like I was just saying that the fact that Andrew Bogie wasn't there, I think, really turned a lot of the things that people said. Uh, you know, basically that Golden State could still win the game. Uh, And I think that was kind of the way you could hedge on it was the fact that you had Bogut as the rim protector. Once Bogut was out there, if you just looked at the team on the floor, they were small. I mean, Tristan Thompson was the best, not the best, but the biggest player out there. And that was a problem because I was watching him like, Slick dominate down low because uh, Harrison Barnes is trying to guard him and he's just swallowing him whole. So <clears throat> I didn't see that part coming, but it made sense because so, as soon as Bogan went out, Kyrie and LeBron was like, Well, I guess we're going to the rim today. And uh, shit, they go yeah. like 40 a piece. Never been done in the NBA Finals game. And they're going to lose in Game Six.
1: So you said you said they're going to lose in Game Six. Yep. This shit is a wrap.
0: I'm telling you right now, you are going to see man. Draymond coming out with a triple double, and Steph going to have thirty.
1: And they going home. And they're going to take the championship. Okay. okay, let me ask you this question. This is kind of off the off the grid a little bit. Okay, but the way the way these finals have gone. If Golden State wins the finals on Thursday, who's the MVP of the finals?
0: I guess it, it it would depend on who has the big game in game six, but I'm I'm I'm
1: putting my money on Draymond. See, yeah, I knew you would go under with that. Me personally, I think fan fear they should go ahead and give it to Draymond too. Yeah. I mean you, you can make And at the same time like go. there's nobody on the Warriors that's really been like this dominant these playoffs. I'm saying nobody really on go say has gone off this whole playoff. Okay. And to really to really say like they they're that they can be the MVP.
0: And I was trying to say that was part of the program. Basically, is the fact that there's like you know, eight guys that can do a bevy of things that can contribute to whatever it is they try to get accomplished so that's why that doesn't surprise me it's like yeah you could take stuff away but that's how the team is built it's like well if you take stuff away well we just go do this other thing and then you we'll see how you deal with that oh you want to guard that well we got this other thing too and you can see how you can deal with that and then they just keep going and going you know, shit don't stop. It's just the fact that <clears throat> dudes like Steph and Clay are so goddamn deadly when it comes to shooting, it really throws a lot of other things off. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm rocking with Draymond, but you know, unless like Steph have one of them like stupid, crazy games in game six, I don't think it'll change. Mm. But yeah, man, that's uh, like I said, Cleveland gonna sound like champagne again.
1: <laughs> and It's not gonna be there. Yes. At
0: least <laughs> I, I cannot believe that anybody that thinks that Steph Curry is this super humble guy. Uh, if you heard that quote that he said about the first time going back to Cleveland, it's like you just missed it completely. Because I, I i died when he said he said what do you think about going back to cleveland uh hopefully it still smells like champagne i was like get out of here (laughs) (laughs) shout out to that boy Easy's life y'all can get at him at Easy's life on twitter facebook instagram all that and above uh there is another part to that conversation i'm gonna put that out later this week next we have our guest for today y'all might know him as smooth orator on twitter and on negroes with a podcast aka nwap Um, or you might know him as g from the smoking section and abernathy magazine dude had a lot of great stuff to say Uh, we went a little long and just like that last part We're going to cut that one up and put the rest out at a later date. But since there was some sports content, I wanted to go ahead and preview that right now and uh, put that on the podcast. So uh, without further ado, here is Smooth Orit. So let's switch it up. I know I want to talk to you about sports because everybody hates it when you talk sports on your podcast. So I told yeah, you. Yeah, man.
2: Now I never want to hear us talk about the sports, man. That shit. that shit, Can you guys talk about something else in barbershop talk except for sports? That's the part where I usually tune out. I'm like, damn. It's a podcast with four, man. We can't talk <laughs> right. about sports. Every
0: month. So no, you got
2: we won't even talk about sports every week, right? Like, any, like, any, <laughs> like, episodes of sports and then one episode we talk about something else, and then two more episodes of sports at the end of the show and shit like people won't even can't even get that little 15 20 minutes off man
0: now, now who 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 can go back and forth with you on sports because i heard you giving it to uh somebody i forgot who it was the other week because they didn't know what they were talking about can anybody really hang with you when it comes to talking sports
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I I don't, I, sports, like, not my first love like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like, I like my teams and my sports, but I don't follow sports as closely as some people. Let me put, snotty dripping. Right. I'm about to say. I think like, I would think like snotty dripping or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't on that level. I ain't even close to that level. Right. But the things that I do know, I do know. So (laughs) those are the things that I won't be challenged on you know what I'm saying right. and then if you're talking about college football like I think I watch I, I watch I follow college football like the way that people follow the NFL like I'm really really in tune with college football something that I watch all Saturday uh, I read about it during the week I watch different shows I know about different players I follow like high school recruiting no, like, I was about to ask really, really yeah I really really follow college football like that so if I if, I, if I if you were to ask me like what's the one sport that I actually do feel confident in like that college football would be like the one that I would pick
0: Okay, so who your team? Florida State, all day, every day.
2: Okay, so, you- home team. Home
0: so team. Oh. So, I, so I know you a big Jameis fan, huh? No. No. Absolutely <laughs> not.
2: Because I've never in my life, ever in any capacity. I think the only time I might have, maybe cheered for the Gators was like when the time they played Michigan, and I think they lost. Did so- you hear
0: me? I said Jameis Winston.
2: Oh, what about? Oh, what you said? The Gators? What about nah. James? That's
0: my dude. That's what I was saying. I'm about
2: to say, "Hold on." I was like, "Maybe you know, I he ain't you, here." I thought you said you no. Know, I think the thing broke up. I thought you said Gators. James Winston is like, he's the he's the golden child, man. Like, <laughs> That kid can
0: do more wrong. All right, that's, so what, that's what I
2: thought. That was, like, that was like the he took us from the dark ages, dog. Like you know, people don't understand. Like we was doing bad before. We was doing bad before James showed yes. up, man. We we had went twelve and two like the year before, but. Like that 12, it was like a lucky 12 and 2. Like, we didn't expect to go 12 and 2 that year. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had some national hopes, but then EJ Manuel was our quarterback. So he was like, yeah, we're not, he's kind of weak. So we're not really fuck with EJ Manuel like that. But like all the years before that, like I went to Florida State in 2003, which was, I think, two years two or three years after they had went to their last BCS title game when they lost to Oklahoma. It was like 13-2 to two or something wild shit like that, right? So I wasn't there during any of the glory. We call that, we call the years that I went to Florida State from 2003 to 2007, we call that shit the dark ages. Because we <laughs> didn't anything. Like, we was getting our ass whooped. And then the year that I left, Tim Tebow became the quarterback at UF. So that was like three more years of getting our ass whooped. <laughs> and never winning a game. I think I think we we lost like four like four years in a row we lost to Tim Tebow in the game. Damn. You know I'm like it was really it was really bad. We was like 7 and 5, 7 and 5, 7 and 6, 8 and 5 and and, and we had a good season we were 9 and 4. Right. Like like we have a 9 and 4 season now. Niggas were pissed. 9 and 4 back <laughs> then was like thank god we went 9 and 4. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like real bad back then. Yeah, that that's and then James came. Yeah. James came and like we started hearing about Jameis like a year before he actually played on the football field. Like they were talking about Jameis, like this this guy's gonna be it. Like th- th- this kid is for real. You see him get and off the like, bus. I was like, I'm not getting.
0: am about to say, bro, you see him like, get I'm off the getting, bus, man, and uh, you be like, shit, he gotta be able to do something.
2: Gotta be able to do something, man. But I, I didn't have, I I didn't get my hopes up at first. But after he played in the spring game, I was like, oh, oh yeah, he for real. And we played our first primetime game on the road against Pittsburgh. This nigga went 25 for 27 with like four touchdowns, no interceptions, and like 300 and something yards passing. I was like, "This is what I've been praying for." But <laughs> like, I was like, I prayed to God for a good quarterback, and he delivered us, James Winston.
0: That's what's up. Now, how how hard did you laugh when EJ Manuel went in the first round?
2: Um. I, I still don't understand that. I Actually, I was a Philadelphia Eagles fan at the time, which I had no longer an Eagles fan. I am now officially a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. So sure no. Shout out to the Bucs, of course. I just moved to the area as well, so that's, you know, that, that fanhood is rolling right on in there. When E.J. Manuel was... They were talking about E.J. Manuel going to the Philadelphia Eagles. I actually threatened to quit the team thing, <laughs> right? Like, like, that's how... Cause, and then... People just didn't understand. They were like, well, you know, EJ Manuel, you know, he went, I think he went like 26 and three or 26 and four. And, you know, he had like all these different Florida State records. I'm like, he's mentally weak. Like, I've watched this nigga for four years. Like, he's not, he's not it. He's not that guy. Like, that the record is lying. The defense during those years was fucking fantastic. The offense in EJ Manuel, not so much. But, you know, People thought he had the physical tools it's like you know he's six five you know he's a good kid never been in trouble he could be the face of the franchise and that kind of shit like yeah but he
0: he can't play football that good right so like that's that's a that's a little flaw that you might want to consider yeah
2: yeah but then he you know he went to the bills and he did i think he did a little something his rookie year and then it just you know then he lost his job with tyrod taylor or some shit. so
0: shout out tyrod it's about time he got a shot I was, yeah,
2: uh, he, was, uh, he was doing work at Virginia Tech. He
0: was. That was my dude. That's all I was like, you know, I <clears throat> like I I follow college football, and when I see people that do like certain things, like when they show that they have a skill set, it's hard for me to be able to say that. Well, that's just not going to work in the NFL. You know, I saw right. Tyrod Taylor play, and I was like, he could play in the NFL. That was, mm-hmm. and like I'm a Michigan fan. I, I say I'm, I'm coming back to Michigan because for a while I was a Michigan State fan. My cousin was there. Shout out Anthony Arnett who uh, on the roster right now for the Seahawks. Uh, but the whole time I was watching you know, all that Big Ten football, I saw Russell Wilson and I was like, who gives a shit if this dude is six foot? Like, can you not see this dude can ball? Like, he whooped Michigan. Like, he he was, man, yeah. he was unbelievable. So it's like, I don't, I don't understand when they put all these qualifiers on somebody who's not capable and because of the physical attributes but then when it comes to what happens on the field just they just kind of look over it like well it's just college like they just try to have it both ways yeah. I never did understand that with these scouts and these media folks
2: yeah and, and it's sometimes wild too because I feel like I, sometimes I feel like I should be a scout. Like, I'm like, it can't be that hard of a job because y'all are always wrong, right? Like, how are y'all, like, always wrong and consistently wrong, like, all the time? the thing about Russell Wilson was he was always good. Yes. Like, he was always good. He was good at NC State. Mm-hmm. Then he transferred to Wisconsin. He was good at Wisconsin, too. So it was like, like, sometimes, it, like, a good football player is just a good football player and you really can't look at, you looking at the height but Russell Wilson was like this nigga's like 5'11
0: Like it's, 5'10 yeah somewhere around he, there he, he and then they say like his hands are gigantic so it's like why are you worried about yeah, whether or not he, he can he, do anything
2: yeah he, th- he, he I'm about to say he throw the rock though That's my. he throws the rock so
0: that's my dude man but I don't like some of that stuff he's doing now he's, he getting a little cheesy I used to fool with him but he, he 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 was almost a cornball brother
2: but then I realized that he basically like bags Sierra Bag Sierra from Adult Boy and made her a wife, so he won. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, he's winning
0: right now. He's like he was
2: cornball Wilson until that Sierra move when he got her to rock a Gibraltar on her goddamn finger. I was Ooh. like, oh, Russell ain't playing no games, he might be realer than we thought. <laughs> yeah, I might have said that's that guaranteed
0: money. You said, you keep fooling with them tour monies if you want to, mine coming in guaranteed, right? But all right, so last night you watched game five,
2: yeah, I watched game five last
0: night, okay? So now I literally like predicted the whole game. So I'm not I didn't win any money, but I saw this going to happen. So do you think Cleveland still has a shot? Or is that literally just Draymond not being there?
2: No, I think it's a combination. Uh, I don't I think it's Draymond.
0: Oh shit, hold on.
2: I think it's Draymond not being there, but I also think it's the fact that, that Ron finally got the help that people think that he doesn't have and he got it at the appropriate time um, when he needed it because this nigga
0: Kyrie was just he was unconscious
1: (laughs)
2: it's like you you he was in a different zone like he was playing a basketball game that nobody else was playing like the basketball game that Kyrie was playing was the one where he was the only one on the court that actually knew how to play basketball and I know that Braun had like, he had like 41, 16, 7, and like three steals and two. It, yeah, that shit's cute, right? <laughs> Kyrie, like, Kyrie had like Dirk, you know, whiskey type efficiency. Yeah. But shots that this nigga was hitting was out of fucking control. Yes. Right? Like, he went seven. He, at one point, he was 12 for 15. He went 17 for 24. I think he was four or five from three. He had 41 points. 25 shot, 24 shots. <laughs> 41 day. points. And we're not talking about like just like he was juking the shit oh out of my God. He was shaking niggas out of these socks. Oh. Hitting tough shots over everybody. Anybody that you put in front of him was getting chewed up that day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do I think that Kyrie can do that for two more games? No. No, I don't. Do I think that Bron can go... I think he went like four or eight from three. Do I think Bron can do that again? No. Maybe. No. No. (laughs) Do I think that they can beat the Golden State Warriors with Kevin Love only scoring two or three points? No. I don't think they can do that. So, Draymond wasn't there, but the Cavs, I don't think it would have mattered last night. But also... Harrison Barnes missed a lot of shots last night. Yeah, he did. A lot of shots that he generally tends to hit. Yeah. I think he was one of six from I think that the I think the Cavs won by like 20 something. 20-something. 20 I can't remember what the exact number was. Harrison Barnes went one of six from three. Even if he cashes in, we'll say four more shots. We'll say three more shots. We'll say he goes four assists from three. That's 12 extra points, right? There was a turnover that Iggy did where he just he just dribbled the ball and threw the shit away, right? Oh, the one Turned behind his back, yeah, yeah, which is super, super stupid, right? Threw the ball away. Curry threw the ball away. So like the Warriors, it wasn't that Draymond wasn't there. He would have, probably would have helped them. But they and I think they still would have lost because of all the turnovers that were happening It's just these stupid ass, you know.
1: Oh my goodness! Twenty-one from the
2: three-point. You know what I'm saying? In the second in the second half, three for 21 from three. So you're not beating anybody shooting three for 21, three for 21 from three-pointer. Like, that's not going to happen. Right. So I think it has less to do with Draymond Green and more to do with the Warriors not being able to hit shots and also that Kyrie lost his fucking mind
0: last night. Okay, so I'm going to say this because I do think it is one part them missing shots, but I think the fact that they were missing shots is a direct effect of draymond not being there now this might be might be a little bit out there but i i literally think that draymond is the confidence for the entire team like he brings the energy the juice whatever you want to call it the swagger the aura however you want to describe what draymond brings that's where he's at and when they don't have it they just, don't, they don't look like it's like zippy. You know what I'm saying? They don't have that same right. just like, you know, make you feel helpless type movements when they, you know, they moving the ball, passing it three, four times and getting the open shot. Because they was getting mm-hmm. those shots, but it just didn't seem as, going down. yeah, it wasn't going down. It didn't seem as crisp. And I was just like, man, I don't, I don't feel that Warriors juice because when they was down like 10 earlier in the fourth, you know, I was like, man, it's still there. They're still there. I was like, well, you know, they probably gonna still win this game because Cavs ain't got up by twenty yet, and if you don't get up by twenty on the Warriors, <clears throat> you still probably gonna lose. Right. And uh, you know, I was explaining that to my partner, and I was telling, him, I was like, man, just like after I seen Steph miss a couple, then I seen Clay miss a couple, then like you said, Harrison Barnes miss a couple. Just j- yeah, he was
2: jaggin'. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was falling.
0: You know, I was like, this ain't the same team. And, and it was so apparent. I'm like, man, this Draymond. He he brings the juice. I'm I'm making this prediction right now. Draymond going to have a triple-double in game six. Yeah, I
2: mean, it wouldn't... It, it, it actually wouldn't surprise me. And we can also say that Braun doesn't go for 41 if Draymond nah. is on the court. And then on
0: top of that, no Bogut That really left him with no rim defense Nobody, at all. No rim perception.
2: hmm So... I, I mean, I think it's clear that Draymond is the emotional leader. I know there's, there, there's usually a lot of talk uh, on Twitter about Draymond either being overrated or not being as good as people. Well, I guess that's the same thing. Him being overrated or him not being as important to the team as, as somebody like Steph or whatever. But then you you notice that the Warriors, like if you saw, like the, the, here's the thing about making shots, right? Making shots makes the team, makes things look better than if they don't make shots. Like, (laughs) Steph taking a 30-foot three-pointer seems like a good idea for Steph because it goes in. That's a bad idea for anybody else. It's also a bad idea if Steph doesn't make the shot, right? It's like, oh, it's a good idea because it goes in and he's shooting it, but if if somebody else is shooting it or if it doesn't go in, then it looks trash. I think the thing with Draymond is he keeps everything emotionally high. You don't. You, you can't. You don't lose confidence when the other best play, one of the other best players on your team is always up. Right. So I definitely get that. However, Draymond got to stop punching people in the dick. <laughs> he has to stop doing that because that that's not acceptable. This is, a, this, is a, this is a grown. These are grown men. You don't punch them in the dicks like that. That's not okay. And the reason. And I, I had a problem. Everybody was talking about like. Uh, being mad at Braun for telling on Draymond and Draymond getting suspended. Was and every, everybody was saying like, well, how come everybody's on Draymond's side now when y'all wanted him suspended before and blah, blah, blah. It's like, let's think about this for a second. Draymond been kicking people in the dick since the last series when he kicked Stephen Adams twice, right? Draymond kicked Kyrie in the chest cavity in game one. Like his leg flew into Kyrie's chest. Yeah. Like she's just flailing all over the place. Like you're a professional athlete in the NBA, but you don't know how to control your limbs. So nobody's going for that. And it's like, if Draymond would have gotten suspended for this shit last series, we might not even be talking about the Warriors in the NBA Finals. Right? It might have been the goal, it might have been the Oklahoma State. Oh, I'm sorry, Oklahoma City Thunder in the war uh in the in the NBA finals. So it's like, why did you wait so long to penalize him? And how come when he was doing all of this shit before? all of a sudden he hits Brown and now it's just like, okay, well that's not okay. So we're definitely, we're definitely not doing that. People say, well, he got suspended for the, the, you know, for the list of infractions that he's had. It's like, no, like he got technicals and then he just kept kicking people in the dick until, you know, he punched the wrong one and that's when he got suspended. So it's like, you can't stop doing that. Like if you want to talk about the Warriors losing last night, I think Draymond punching people in the dick would be like number two or three on that list for why they
1: lost.
0: Fair enough. But I, I'm going to have to disagree with you a little bit on it because I do think that that body of work does make a an impact on why he would get suspended <clears throat> because all of the, the previous incidents, even though they weren't with, you know, as notable people as LeBron is, it still was the fact that they had came up on discussion and they were basically just giving him a chance to be like, you know, straighten up. You know, like it's almost the end of the season. We're really not trying to just get you out of here, but he has to be smarter enough to know that you can't do that when you're on the line. Like you're just you're the only one that can't do it. You know, right? That you just gotta respect that in your situation. Like it had been a regular season game, that's different. You might have let LeBron have it, even though I don't think you should be right. punching niggas in the dick. But I mean, you could have did whatever <laughs> you needed to. And just, you know what I'm saying, kept it moving But, <clears throat> you know That's what happens, niggas be getting fucked up On principle, you know what I'm saying Like how many times a nigga didn't got backfired Because he picked the fight out of principle You know what I'm saying right. You always end up on your face fucking with them principles So this is just one of those <laughs> Situations That Draymond just found himself into
2: Yeah I mean, I, I definitely I hear you I hear you, and I, but I think the I think when Draymond comes back, the emotional rush of having Draymond back on the court, the, plus the fact that I don't think Kyrie's ever gonna I don't think Kyrie's gonna shoot that well again. I don't think Bron is gonna shoot that well again.
0: I'm about to say they followed um, the blueprint because that's what they want—a whole bunch of ISO plays. You know that's. Yeah
2: and I mean I gotta give the Cavs credit for trapping uh trapping Curry uh, uh, before the three point line with the double teams and stuff like that I mean that shit is clearly working on him he doesn't look like the same Steph uh and he hasn't looked like that for a while but I'm not gonna say anything about that because there are there are no excuses when it comes to the NBA finals um but I think that stuff will eventually get loose. I think Klay Thompson is going to shoot the fucking lights out, and I think Draymond is going to be the reason why they end up blowing the Cavs out in Game Six.
0: Thank you. That's right. Thank think. you.
2: I think that. I don't think that it's. I don't think it's going seven. Um, and if it does go seven, I don't. I still don't see the Cavs winning. It's not
0: like it's. It's just the so. inedible. It's coming. Just wait for it. The rain will happen.
2: Right, it's like thanks for making it last this long. We thought you guys were gonna lose in four or five, but you know.
0: Right, it's like just give me. I, I can put off my binge watching in a minute because uh, I'm, I'm basically waiting till the finals over, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tear into that OJ uh, documentary that 30th. Right. So that's <clears throat> right. I'm gonna have that on deck now. The one thing about Steph is they're doing a really good job on him because he's small, and they're putting really big people on him. However, that doesn't give him credence because he's playing ugly to have ugly shoes. So, Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, uh,
2: Jesus, that's terrible.
0: I I mean, look, man. (laughs) It is what it is, bro. Like, I seen the shoes. They look like golf shoes, if you ask me, or just, like, super casual. And it's like, all right, do you want to be just... Like put out into the fire of the sneaker community, or do you want to have a cool shoe? Like I don't, I don't understand it. Like if I'm, if you gonna ask me if I'm gonna have my own shoe, I'm gonna have to approve that guy before you just put it out there. I'm sorry. But I mean,
2: Steph is a cornball, so he thinks some shits are fire. So
0: that I mean that, that that. So you honestly think he think them them fire? He probably
2: does think that they fire like i don't i think that the shoes are they're not as bad i mean obviously i mean i think the first photo that they showed that everybody was making fun of the they works. made the shoes look worse than they were i've seen some other photo images of the shoe they don't look as bad as that first photo but i think the problem is that under armor logo is big as fuck. yes and that's what makes the shoe look ugly more so than the actual shoe design itself it's like the shoe design is not the most sleekest thing but then you got this big-ass Under Armour logo on it. It's like, damn, man, you made this look really ugly. Like, this looks terrible
0: now. And you know what? That's really the issue with all of their shoes. They literally mm-hmm. are putting the the Under Armour logo. And the Under Armour logo is not the coolest logo to begin with in the first place. So, <clears throat> I mean, right. it's, it's good for, like, you know, on the shirts, like, right there on, on the chest plate and whatnot. But when you're talking about a shoe, you know less is more is usually the best best route to go have you ever been on that nike id site and tried to make some shoes of course like it's a lot that goes into it when you start like man i got to choose all these different colors do i want this color here and that color there and all that (laughs) different stuff but the thing that you realize is like less is more and i don't think whoever's at under armor designing these shoes has caught on to the fact that all the nike chicks are really small on all the great shoes Mm-hmm.
2: yeah you just i mean the you don't really understand how important a good logo is until you put you try to put it on a shoe and it's like ah that doesn't look for a, The under armor logo it looks good on a t-shirt it looks good on a like you can blow up an under armor logo and put it in the middle of a t-shirt and it'll look fine but it's like you, you can't for some reason they can't condense that logo small enough to make it look good on a shoe and particularly a shoe with not a lot of real estate, like a low top shoe, like the one they designed for yes. Steph Curry too, right? Or the Chef Curry's, uh, I guess that's whatever they're called. Because there's some other st- like the other Steph Curry joints that came out. I think they were like the the all like the black like the mids yeah. or whatever the black mids. Right. The the logo don't look that bad on that right. because there's a lot of fabric and it, and it doesn't the the logo doesn't stand out as much. But on a slim white shoe, <laughs>
0: it's like, like that, it looks Yeah, it looks like like. I'm, yeah
2: it just looks really big and really garish and really fucking ugly.
0: What, what was some of the best uh i guess like memes for that shoe that you saw
2: oh uh, you saw the titles oh my god i would you know what i wish you would have asked before we came on the show because <laughs> there there's so, there's too many i, I can't <laughs> even but i definitely saw somebody put the jordan the jordan cry face move on those shoes so naturally, that's gonna be the first one. Oh, I can't man. even like there were so many different ones that I saw, and so many just titles for the shoe that I saw. That I was just cracking the fuck up on. But I I can't remember
0: any know, of them. Right think, I know somebody called them the Dell Currys and called them Dad Shoes. Uh, I'm yeah. To think.
2: They, no, did you see the commercial that they had with the, uh with the white dude? He like had like a beeper and a Bluetooth headphone and like his shirt tucked into his cargo shorts. and He put on a Steph Curry. I was like, oh my god. It's terrible i gotta watch was, that was, one a whole little video yeah, it's a whole little video That shit was hilarious oh, man that's crazy but then uh uh seth seth curry had him on the other day he had him on the other day somebody took a picture he had a like, he had him like loosely laced or whatever like that you know put top put a little swag on him, and it didn't look that bad but so it's like you could kind of dress them up but like that logo it just jumps off in any picture that you mm. see
0: they gonna learn you know, when eventually it's, it's gonna take a while, but uh, once they actually figure out what the people want, because right now, you know the the thing about those big corporations is they real arrogant. So it's like it, it takes them a while to come around and be like, okay, well, we're not Nike, but we can still use some of the Nike technique. Like it's okay, you're you, nobody will think less of you if you took a page out of their book and added some of those elements. We'll be like, that's fine, because. Right. We're gonna actually buy the shoe then. But uh in the meantime, <laughs> nobody's buying that shoe except, you know, if you like, I don't know, either twenty-eight and over and work some type of job indoors or you like fifteen and younger. Like anybody like seventeen to like twenty-eight, forget about it. dead dead. Mm. Better not see you out there with no steps. You if you got on the steps, you better be working in a kitchen, literally. <sighs> That's all I'm gonna say on that
2: i will not be buying those not never
0: shout out to that boy smooth Orator coming in kicking it with me on the podcast once again uh y'all check him out at smooth Orator on twitter so you can find everything that he has going on abernathy magazine the smoking section nwap uh shout out to the whole nwap cast uh sh- shout out to that boy easy's life for coming on uh do apologize for getting this thing out there A little bit late But you know when the money call You just got to go get it You know I mean it's just sometimes in life You got to make a decision Do you do, you want to do what you love Or you want to get this bread Try to get that bread son <laughs> But uh, yeah Y'all look out for the uh, Full versions of both of those podcasts Coming out real soon I am at CL The main event on Twitter uh, This has been At the Rundown South Podcast and if you have any questions, hit me up, cl at the rundown.com. And uh, we out here. Peace.